Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Ten years and still going strong. Everybody's a suspect! You're listening to Rabbit and Red. Robert Shaw was a tough motherfucker. Right. They don't make that alias. He wanted to punch Richard Dreyfus on the set he couldn't stand because he's a pussy. Fuck you. God damn you. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And I know that you like Jason Takes Manhattan, but my question to you is why? Okay, hey, now, okay, you're going to tell me Halloween, you know what makes me mad about you, Mike? I'm going to tell that? you one day. Yeah. You know what makes me mad? <laughs> that Halloween 6, Halloween effing yeah. 6 is your favorite movie. It but certainly you is. Jason Party, but you think Jason Party sucks? Yeah. Are you joking? Jason belongs in hell. I'm going to see he gets there. We have such sights to show you. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. And welcome back to Rabbit and Red Radio. You're saying people weren't clicking on and listening to my show to hear me talk? They just wanted to hear them? What fucking assholes, man? I know. And I'm, gu- <laughs> I'm guilty of that, too, because I'll click on it and I'll be like, Ooh, Dad, fucking Ted Rigby's on this show. The blackest eyes. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. The devil's eyes. This is a huge honor for me. Uh-oh, too much pressure. <laughs> I'm gonna disappoint you now. I've been blown up! Take me to the hospital! Take me to the hospital, I'm sick! I'm gonna show this shit is what we can do. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And now, here's your hosts, Michael J. and Cody Robinson. What's up? Whoa! Whoa! My voice is high tonight. Holy shit! Mike's been eating the gummies again. Oh, no, I did that last night. <laughs> I, uh... Oh! Sure Welcome back to Rabbit Red. Yes. It's I good mean, to be back, Mike. Yeah. It's been a little hiatus for us. Yeah, a little bit of a hiatus. I think we, uh, deserved it after the Easter uh, mix board massacre. We oh, Jesus, yes. Went. Did you listen back to that at all? Because I did no, not. No, I didn't. Uh, no, I was going to listen back to it just to hear. I don't think anybody did. Um, no, actually, surprisingly, uh, there it did get some downloads on the um, on the Podbean account. So I was very surprised about that. Um, you know, we didn't get actual feedback. Uh, so, but then again, we never get feedback, so it's par for the course. Oh, you know what they say: no news is good news. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Where this show's involved, it's all shit news, so what are you going to do? Um, I've just been informed, uh, by the way, um, 
Um, Father Mahoney's House of Horror is recording another episode this coming Thursday. And his guest on this next episode is... Um, if I'm, I hope, I'm hoping I'm saying his name correctly. Stephen Merlot. I just got a message from Rob that I believe he did book Stephen Merlot for the next Father Mahoney's House of Horror. Um, Steve has apparently done a lot of um, indie film work. Um, he's all part of that circle. So... Did you see the? Uh, you know, doc- I got to give it to Rob. He he's really impressed me. Uh, he he's had great guests every week. I know. You see, uh, honestly, it's to the point where he's starting to upstage us, and I I don't know if I'm happy <laughs> about that. To that, be honest with you, you know that that's a, a that's tall tier to uh, topple. <laughs> I mean, we're. Uh, we're falling down as it's as it stands right now. Falling down. Michael Douglas, nineteen ninety three. Warner Brothers Pictures presents Falling Down. How many minutes, Mike? What's the um, runtime? One hour and fifty three minutes, I believe. And now I feel like I should look that up just to be sure because I don't know for certain. Jeez. Um, but I used to have a, li- a little rule where if I did it, it would be, um, what was it, give or take uh, five minutes. So if it's within that five-minute range, I still win. And uh, let's see, what do I win? I win to live another day. Thank you very much. Let's see. You earned it, buddy. Well, so uh, what's been going on, Cody? I know that um, your 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 Facebook has been active with a lot of events, and uh, I I really I enjoy that. Um, whereas I'm just here dealing with shit and shingles, literally. So. Well, I live in a house with. Five children, ten and under. So I deal with a lot of shit and piss too. So don't don't feel too special, buddy. That is that is wonderful. Um, thankfully, you haven't reached the the shingle portion yet, but um, uh, we can all hope that 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 we check out before that. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. The shingles terrible, terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As to where in my household. We are just recently, within the last year, out of diapers. Oh, with all our children, uh, you're 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 kind of transitioning back into diapers, yes, right? I'm, I'm going back into diapers. Oh, and 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 real quick, breaking news: one hour and fifty three minutes for falling down. Wow! Holy shit! That. How does he do it, folks? I know, and I haven't honestly, I haven't seen that movie. <sighs> Shit, I bought the I I bought the Blu-ray when it first came out. I haven't seen it since I bought that Blu-ray. I think that was the last time I watched it. Wow. But yeah, we're we're transitioning back into what? Diapers. Just like just like uh, just like Alex Edwards always said. Yes. You sir, the Rain Man of Horror. Well, you know, uh, you know what? I I I, I might have mentioned this back um, on the Skeleton Crew back in the day, but it bears mentioning again. I think. Um, <clears throat> 
we would, uh, when I was in uh, middle school and high school, um, kids would quiz me on movie running times. And before they would ask me um, the running time of a film, they would get a, a textbook that was extremely heavy and smack me in the head with it. And then from that there... explains a lot, Mike. Well, right. <laughs> and then from there, I would... Um, I think that's how we came up with the rule, like plus or minus five minutes, because, you know, they figured if they were damaging my brain you know, then that could account for the plus or minus five-minute um, margin of error there. So that's what we did. And now, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. It's science. I mean, well, um, surprisingly, the, the science textbooks were not that heavy in high school. They really hit me with the uh, literature textbooks. And, oh, my God, those were, like, uh, where we studied, like, Shakespeare and shit out of. Holy shit. Those were like hey, who says pages. words don't hurt? I well, I mean, they certainly did. They certainly, certainly fucking did. I mean, you know. But uh, you know, therein is that uh, um that thing. Finish him. That's right. <clears throat> so yeah, last night I uh, partook oh, in. Jesus. in the gummy act. The soundboard's back. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad this time. That actually did play when I wanted it to play. Unless you're on some sort of a delay, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I know, like, we're on a delay. Like, the stream itself is on a delay. I know that much. It is. I don't know how much of a delay, but it's on a delay. Um, and, um... For Rhodes on the Rocks fans, uh, John Rhodes did something that I did not appreciate. He did a season finale for Rhodes on the Rocks. I don't appreciate season finales. I think seasons and podcasts are stupid, especially with the type of podcast that he has, where he just plays fucking music. So, um, but he's uh, taking a break to finish up his... Um, what the fuck's the name of that show? Movie Misfits. And then he'll be back after he puts that show to bed. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, so we're, he's going to end it? Yeah, he's going to end it, apparently. And uh, then he does want to come back on here for a, a, a guest appearance because um, he's informed me that I never gave him a farewell show. And I said, you're right, you didn't get a farewell show. I said, but then again, Amber, the woman that was on to replace you, never got a farewell show either. She was um, two and done. Well, one that actually aired and done, because the second one I couldn't air based on the fact that it was just... Um, uh, um, horrible. Yeah, there's no if ands or lackluster. That you know. Um. Well, yeah. Painful. Basically. Well, there you go. Oh, suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a motherfucking dick, suck a dick, suck a huge If she's listening to this, she's probably very mad about that. But uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I never told her that the second episode was really bad, but uh, it was... I mean, we sat down to try to talk about Batman, and uh, it just didn't go too well. Um, um, what, what, it's okay, what's... Mike. We'll all blame it on you. Uh, yeah, you can do that, because, you know, I don't... Uh, I don't prep for shows as it is, so... That's just how that works. There's nothing funny about that, Mike. There's nothing <laughs> fucking funny about that. But you know what? I was I was gonna fucking post myself watching fucking Vengeance yesterday. And I was gonna say, you know what, motherfuckers? I did prep work for a fucking podcast. That's right, you did. I, I retract my last statement. I did. Every once in a while, and, and, and I will say this, too. When um, the Skeleton Crew... When we did the Friday the 13th, 12 days of Friday the 13th to start that out, I did watch the movies again before we did that. So there you go. So don't let it be said that I never prep for podcasts. Because I do. Every once in a while. When I feel like it. You know, when you want to put on a show or something. Yeah. I mean, it's rarely ever, but still. So, uh, did you happen to... Uh, I I broke down, and I ordered that um, Matt and Sammy make a zombie movie uh, Blu-ray. Because I wanted to see the Down Syndrome kids make a zombie movie. Because the way Oh, I, I heard it, about that. Well, because the way I see it, if you get... You think they... Uh... Uh, we're able to do like Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance and get uh, um, get some special guest stars from the actual Down Syndrome uh, catalog. You know, maybe Corky from Life Goes On. Uh, oh shit! You know what? Corky's still alive. You know what I think that movie is? Like this is this is what I think that movie is, and this is I can't wait to watch it because I think it's going to uh, pretty much cement that. The movie's this. Just a bunch of fucking clowns with no talent trying to make a movie. There we go. I said it. Downies are no talent. <clears throat> That's horrible, Mike. <laughs> I'm a cripple. I'm Why do you always say. have to pick on the handicap? Well, <laughs> I am one. See, I hate you for that because you can do that. Yes. You can do that. I can't do that. Fuck you, man. Well, I'm just, out. I'm just, out. Just... Uh-oh. He left. No. I can't talk to our upcoming guest myself. I don't know how to talk to people. I have no idea. I don't know. You stupid. I, I am. I'm very stupid. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, please. No. Ah. <sighs> Please come back, Cody. <laughs> I can't do this alone. <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm a horrible human being. I don't deserve to live, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't deserve to live. <gasps> Alright, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, just had to get a beer. Um, Thank God. I was so ready... what were you doing while I was gone? Well, I was ready to do this. I was ready to do that. Yeah, exactly. 
You saved me from that, though. You saved the world from my inevitable suicide. How does that feel? Oh, what? Yeah, great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. There's a big decision to make. What will I wager? Let's see. Will I die by the end of tonight's episode? Oh, oh fuck. I'm supposed to answer the question. Shit, I don't think I got that all wrong. <clears throat> no prep work yet again. There we go. Maybe we should just uh, call on the like a purge. That's what we need to do. We need to purge the world of people like myself. I think so. Or here's what we do: what we morons or cripples? Um, both. Or, or we or could both. do well. We could do the um. Oh. We could do a purge on me, where the where the whole world just hunts me the fuck down. To kill me. That would be the shortest per. It'd be over before it started, Mike. I don't know. I think that I could... I could make them, you know... Like, I, I could, um... Shit. Could I run? Is there a way to run? There's gotta be a way to run. Let's see. Um... Here's what we'll do. I'll get, like, a, a strings, like a puppet like one of the old-time marionettes, and then you could walk me or run me through, like, away from people. That would work. I think. Maybe yes, maybe no. Nah. Nah, no. I don't think so. No. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, you're I got probably. shit to do, Mike. I just got the strings and, you know, let nature take its course. <sighs> Well, at least, you know, put me up on top of, like, a, a, a building, like, uh, Philip from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and then be like Freddy and just, you know, then cut the spring strings and let me fall to my death. That'd be wonderful. Uh, oh, all uh, Nightmare 3 style, huh? Yes. I enjoy that. The first one I saw in the theater. I'd be all. Oh, you lucky bastard! Yeah, I'd be all for that. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was going to try. You know what the first nightmare nightmare film I saw in the theater was? What was that? Hold on, wait. Let me guess. Take a wild fucking guess. Okay, let's see. Um. Well, you're around my age, so that's okay. Um. I'm trying to to. Okay, so when I went to see three, that was 1987. So let's see. No, let me well, I I wasn't. I didn't even get to start watching modern horror till I was in my teens. So oh, if Jesus that tells you anything. Um. Whew, let's see. See, I want to say New Nightmare. There's a part of me that wants to say that, but then I'm like, you know what? I can't say New Nightmare. Because that's like you'd be in the early part of your teens still, so I don't think that would work. So I'm gonna go with Freddy versus Jason. No, 
I saw, I got to see it as soon as it... Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't count that as a nightmare film, really. Well, but I guess technically, yeah. I mean... To me, it always... Of course, felt... I don't count the fucking shitty-ass nightmare remake as a uh, nightmare film either. But that, yeah. that was the first straight Freddy movie that uh, I saw at the theater. Was the remake? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I feel... I, I, I feel like so... Oh, no. No. Not at all. I, 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 it, it was kind of crushing, honestly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was crushing for me, and I, you know, I've been seeing them in the theater since part three. And the I remake... mean, this is the level of crushing it was for me. Mm. My first Star Wars theatrical experience, because I was... Of course, too, I was born in 80, too young to see any of the original trilogy right. at the theater. My first Star Wars theatrical experience was opening night of The Phantom Menace. Oh, God, no. That's even worse than Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember walking out of the theater. I had my, my little sister with me and one of my best friends I grew up with, and the three of us walked out. Of the theater, we didn't speak a word to each other walking out of the theater. We got all got in the same vehicle to drive the hour drive home, right. and about thirty minutes into the drive, my little sister turns and to both of us and says, "Well, that kind of sucked," and we just nodded our heads and nobody spoke another word the rest of the drive home. See, well, all right. Well, I, I <clears throat> see. Now, in terms of Star Wars and me, now obviously I was a fan since I was a kid and all that stuff, and I was around, you know, when, uh, well, Empire, I was one, so that wouldn't have counted. Um, Jedi, I did not see in the movies, in the theater originally. I think my first. Uh, theatrical experience of with Star Wars was before the prequels. They re-released episodes four, five, and six like two theaters. So I saw um, a New Hope in theaters in '97, uh, and I mean I had seen it on VHS before that, but still, um, seeing it on the big screen was just you know an entirely different experience, and. Uh, um, Empire, of course, you know, that's, you know, and I wanted to see Jedi, obviously, because that's one of my favorites, but, uh, um, never saw that on the big screen. But. Oh, I just kicked myself in the ass because I didn't go to see it when they re released them, uh, when back in the late 90s when George Lucas did all the, uh, oh, yeah, the what did they call it back then? When the special he, yeah, editions. the special edition, special edition. I, I actually have still have the VHS box set of that, and I've n never watched it. Um, yeah, I w because I'll tell you what I um, like I said, I didn't see Jedi on the big screen when he did the special editions of that. Uh, my brother went to see it. I did not see it, and he told me, you know, when he came home, what Lucas did to Jedi, and because of what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, that he did. I never watched the special edition of Jedi up to this point. I just, just from the clips I saw of, of the uh, added CGI and everything, I, it just I ne- I'm the same way. I never had any desire to see my beloved Star Wars violated <laughs> that way. That's the way I thought of it as a teenager. Do you have the um, Do you have the original theatrical releases for? Uh... The original trilogy, or you do not have them at this point? I have uh, the VHS. I still have my VHSs of the uh, of uh, Empire and uh, Jedi. They're not first edition uh, releases. They're the re-releases they did. Uh, oh, in the uh, early '90s, I think, late '80s, early '90s, where they all had the matching covers, where they. Um, oh, those. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that they did a box set then, but uh, I didn't get the box set. I just had them individually, and but I, I never did get the original Star Wars because I had, uh, and I think unfortunately I have lost it or it's been misplaced or something. But I had the original Star Wars taped on uh, on a VHS tape off uh, the ABC Sunday Night Movie, which yes. was awesome with all the uh, commercials and everything. It was. Back from like probably eighty seven or eighty eight. Yes, and that needs to be digitized as soon as possible, because my God. I, like I said, I, I don't I don't have any I have a clue where it's at or if I even still have it. I know I still I have the uh, uh, have Empire and Jedi, but uh, sadly I don't know where that one's at. Like I was saying on, uh, like I was saying on our last episode, I've got like over three hundred VHS tapes, uh, six-hour VHS tapes that I just need to go through and digitize, and of Saturday morning cartoons and Sunday night movies on ABC and stuff, and even the news. A lot of old news, uh, you know, like sixty minutes and stuff from back in the day. Okay. Well. Well, uh, you know, uh, speaking of which, uh... speaking oh, sorry, of... go ahead. No, I was going to say I may be able to help you somewhat with your Star Wars problem. Um, but it'll be a little surprise. I'm not going to say it here now. So, yeah. We'll yeah. Oh, I like surprises. I'm sure, yes. But a uh, real cool thing that uh, our buddy Dave Z has been doing on uh, Exploding Heads, uh, he's been... Uh, Collecting the from episode or episode issue number one, uh, uh one to a hundred of uh, of uh, Fangoria, oh. and uh, he's going through and reading the um, the news articles in there online, and uh, and going through some of the uh, classified ads that used to be in the back of them. You know, oh wow, some of those. It's actually pretty cool. Um, they were talking. Uh, on the last episode, he was reading an interview with Stephen King about uh, when he visited the set of The Shining uh, before it before it was released, before Stephen King had seen it. Now he he was really, you know, like Stephen King does, he was really talking it up. And then, as we all know, he famously shit all over the film. Well, I thought he was ready to like punch it after he saw it. 
I thought he was ready to punch uh, Kubrick in the face or something like that. He wasn't happy. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I don't... See, I don't get that, though. I don't have an issue with The Shining. As a movie itself, I just no. I don't have an issue with it at all. I think it's great. Well, the book's its thing, and the movie's its thing. You know, uh, I'm perfectly happy with both being the way they are. Right, and I've never read the book, so I don't know... But do you think... So that's what I'm saying, since I've never read the book. Have you read the book? Like in my, my early teens, okay. uh, I really don't remember a lot about it. Right. So, well, that's what's making me wonder. Maybe the book, as it is, is just unfilmable or something, or just not able to be filmed. Well, the uh, 90s miniseries with uh, Stephen Weber and Rebecca Day Mormon... Uh, uh, De Mornay, uh, uh, it, they said it followed the book closer, and it was okay, but it just wasn't, uh, yeah, it, it did not translate to film going, uh, taking closer to the book, as well as, Kub which Kubrick could make, I mean, he could transfer Curious Fucking George or Sesame Street to, uh, the big screen and make it his own thing and and something completely different from the source material and make it good. Right, well... Take, take something that was already great and make it great for a completely different reason. Did, uh... I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah, I mean, Kubrick's done that with... I mean, I don't remember... I don't know what Full Metal Jacket's based off of, but I love that fucking movie. Um, let's see. Although, his eyes wide shut... Uh, I think I was a little too young when I watched that one. Because <laughs> I just don't get it. I've, ne I've never seen the whole the whole film. I've never watched the whole thing. I, I happened across the, uh, like the last ten minutes of it on HBO... After it came out, and uh, and it kind of spoiled it for me, so I just never went back. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too into, uh, you know, checking that one out. I mean, it just it doesn't seem. It just seemed like it was overly long and just drawn out, and uh, you know, just uh, boring. Yeah. You know how we're 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 waiting right now to hear from our possible uh, guest. It's funny this 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 takes me back to um. I I was kind of wondering about that. Yeah. Yes. This this takes me back to, um, let's say two two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. We could, <laughs> well, yeah, we could say that, but um, no. This takes me back more so to um, 2011, when we were doing. Um, a rabbit in red, and Alex was running. Wait, the wait, wait! You yes. got your your fucking sand soundboard. Where's our uh, harp music? Since we're doing a flashback, our what now? Where's the harp music? Oh, oh, um, we're doing a flash. If we're doing a flashback, we gotta have harp music. Um, shit. Let me see. Um, hold on, I gotta have one in here somewhere. <laughs> there, there, there should be one here somewhere. Hold on. Um, uh, 
Flashback. Let's harp music. Come on, Mike. Flashback. Um, hold on. Uh, you know what? Oh, excuse me. I can search. I can search for it. There's a search bar. That'll, you know. Oh, um, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I even just <laughs> mentioned that. I should have just fucking did it. Dumbass. I am such a dumbass sometimes. Ah, oh, shit. Ah. Uh, let's see. Um. Shame. Shame. Well, that, Shame. That, that, that's the story. Shame. Wait. Um. Hold on. Um, you need to save that one for every time we make a gimp joke. Yeah. Shit, I should have been playing that fucking the whole, uh. You know, um, let's see. I fucking search for harp. Well, hold on. Let me just search for harp. Maybe that'll be better. Let's see. Okay. Oh. Oh, that's an orgasm. We don't want an orgasm. Um. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Two thousand and eleven, Rabbit and Red. We're going back in time, and Alex is running the board that night, and because he wanted to run the board, why I don't know. Um, and he knew, he knew, that the only person that had the number to call us was Tyler, fucking Maine. Okay, he knew, and I had you know, talked to him on Facebook, and he said, well, you know, I have some stuff I'm going to do, but I'll try to call. So I said, okay, well, we're going live at 8, so if you call at 8.30, that would be great. He's like, okay, I'll try to do that. So we were sitting around, because it was live back then too, so we're sitting around and we're waiting, and then all of a sudden, he's like, we have a caller, we have a caller. And then he answers the call, and he's like, Hello, caller. Um, is this Tyler Maine? And I'm like, You know it's fucking Tyler Maine, idiot. He's the only one that has the fucking number to call in. Who the fuck else would it be? And it was Tyler Maine, so. But, uh, that was, uh, that was beautiful. I love that. He was really cool, because he was, um, in the middle of running his kids around all over the place. And he called us from his car as he was driving. So I thought that was neat. You know, and the Halloween mom, we have to go back to the present day. There we go. Now we're back in the present day, 2021. <laughs> Marty, we have to go back! <laughs> Shit, I wish I 2021 had. fucking sucks! <laughs> I agree. But whatever you do, don't set it to 2020. But yeah, you were saying yeah, about Tyler Bain before I rudely interrupted you. Oh, no, no. Time travel. I, I, that, man, that was like 10 years ago I was saying that. How do you remember this shit? Um, what, remember show stuff from that time ago? Now you need the sound effect of the, uh, of the, of the uh, book hitting you over the head. Oh, fuck. When I said, how do you remember this shit? Whack! <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's, 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 that's,
Linux not letting me do that, but okay. Um, let's see. I went and I typed in Back to the Future and nothing came up. I should, let me see if I do have a book sound effect hitting. I wonder if I do. Book. Book. Drop. Let's see. I have to see if I can make a, uh, like a custom page still. Actually, I was looking, I was going to try to, like, buy a freaking soundboard at some point. And see what uh, you know, what options they gave me, because I don't have one here. Maybe I could just hit myself in the head with a book, and record that. I mean, like really smack myself good in the skull. Hold the mic close and and hit yourself really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me see. Can you hear me? Hold on. I'm gonna take off my headphones for a second. Okay. Okay. Um. Shit. All right, here we go, folks. I'm trying to find something. Find really a big hard. book, Mike. Hold on. Um. Oh. Oh. Shit. Oh, this is even better. Even better. Oh, this is fucking heavy as shit. Oh wait. Yeah, this is heavy. Holy shit. See what? See how heavy this is? Look at this. The Woody Allen 7 film <laughs> box set? Ready? Uh, countdown, ready? <laughs> One, two, three, go. like Woody. <laughs> oh, God, he might be dead, folks. <sighs> it's about time. I knew that Woody Allen box that would come in handy for something. Holy shit. Spinal bifida, spinal bapida. Well did you did you hear it? Could you did you did you hear the impact? I did. I did. You did? That nice. hurt like a motherfucker. You'll have to cut that out for sound bites. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to go back and do was it like loud? Or right, hey, no, 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 no. Just do it live every time. Do it live I, every time. I could actually. I should do that. That'd be awesome. Oh, I have to remember. I have to. Oh, let me move this out of my way. Um. Son of a bitch. Uh. Where did we? Oh. 
Man, you don't think that could give you a concussion, do you? Uh, if your skull is half as thick as it looks, I mean, from the size of your head, I I think you'll be you're gonna be okay, buddy. Uh, I don't know about Woody Allen. He uh, no, yeah. he's 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 uh, wow. I I just I don't know. You are not prepared. I I don't know. I mean, I guess he's not prepared. Um. Well, at least he won't be able to hurt any more underage girls. No, definitely not. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is, but uh, I can, I can kind of. I mean, some of his movies I do actually like. There's, there's, there's a select few, but uh, other ones, I just don't know. So it all just, you know, depends. But uh, oh. God, my head hurts. I think that was harder than I thought. Wow. Um, let me check. Uh, let me check. Speaking my of harder than your thought, uh, than you thought, uh, yeah. It... Oh, hey, that's a good idea. What's that? To check your messages. Yeah, I'm gonna check to my see messages. if our guest might have contacted you. Well, because they had an interview scheduled for. 7.30 this evening. But they said that they would probably be done by 8.30. And I said, that's fine. I said, if you need to extend it, you know, just let me know and we'll figure it out. Um, so let's see. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Let's see. Bruh. Check your mail, Ma. Check your mail. Check my mail. Oh. No, that's just Rob telling me about Steve Merlot. So. Uh. No, I got nothing. So. Do you, uh. Does Steve Merlot also make wine? Uh. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. That is. That is. Uh. You're. You're. You're a, uh. Alcoholic? I mean, well, no, I was gonna say you're. 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 you're, you're, you're uh, Wow. You're a... Uh, you're funny. I just... Look at my head. This is it, folks. He's finally cracked. Frankly, I'm kind of surprised it took this long. Oh God! Oh my head! <sighs> That's it, bitch. Okay. Well, how about um? Okay. Sh I'm I'm wondering if we should uh, take a break and uh, um regroup again and just go into a uh. Another segment, maybe I'll post that we're live, and we can, uh, you know, maybe uh, go from there and see what the deal is. And if we hear oh, from, sure. if we hear from our mystery guest, we'll just uh, our mystery guest will just uh, take the call and uh, you know see what happens. 
Uh, yeah, sounds great. Regardless, we're going to do some fan film talk uh, when we come back from the break. Yes. So everybody, stay tuned. Uh, hold on one second. I got um, I'm fucking. Fuck. I am not with it. Fuck, Mike. <laughs> yes. Um. But yes, yeah, stay tuned. We will be back in just a little over four minutes. See you then, folks.
wonderful. You'd never heard that song. I never heard that What's song. What the hell, Mike? There's, 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 um, I'll be honest with you. The only real Alice Cooper songs that I think I've ever heard, um, well, I, no, I've heard more now, but, uh, probably up until about, uh, ten years ago, the only two, or no, three Alice Cooper, whatever songs he had in Friday Six, plus, um, what the hell is the other one? Identity Crisis from Monster Dog. Uh, Mon- Monster Dog, yeah. Yes. Uh, and, um, well, most of, uh, most of the, his songs from Friday Six were on, uh, his, uh, Constrictor album, which I have on LP. You'd, wow. Yeah, I, um... I, ha- I actually have that, I have that, uh, I originally, I think I still have the original cassette, and then I got it on CD, uh, oh, like in my late teens, I found it on CD, I think I got it from BMG Music, uh, and, uh, and then, uh, back five or six years ago, I found it on LP. Ah, uh, yeah, that, uh, I think I bought the CD. Great album, though, I mean, it's... Yeah. Screams no, 80s. Because I think I bought that. Yeah, I got it from uh, a secondhand record store in um, New Jersey, I think. I think it was Princeton Record Exchange, I want to say. I think that's the name of it. I think they had it for like three or four bucks on CD, so I picked it up back. Shit, I was still in high school. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, Yeah, I think it was like my junior year of high school, I think. Wow. That's, uh, you know. Hold on. Is that Dio? Yeah, I think that's Dio. Okay. I just wanted to see. I saw something that said Dio Mudada. And I just wanted to see what that would sound like. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is a mud dada? Yo, my dada. My dada. My dada. My dada dada. dada. Like dada. Mustafa. Oh. Mustafa. That's how it goes. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I have to. Ugh. Man. I really think I'm still. I really think I'm still feeling the blow to the head. Um. Let's see. <sighs> so that's pretty much that. I will, and I did have plenty of coffee today, so that's coming soon. Oh, it's coming soon. Hell, it's all shit here all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but I'll just add to it to real shit. That's just how that right. works. So, Rabbit so, and Red, your leading source for rabbit feces. Yes. Ah, rabbit turds. Oh, shit, what do they call little rabbit shits? They call them bunny turds or rabbit turds, right? Rabbit pettits. Ah, yeah, because just the thought of it makes me want to throw up. That's right. Yeah, they have one of the, some of the more pleasant feces out of any creature, I think. Well, well, yeah, but it's like just the smaller, like, pellet form makes me think of, like, a dingleberry, and that I can't... Uh, just the... 
I can't. Just the thought of it doesn't work. <sighs> That's right, folks. Mike really misses his ex. say the shows finally went to shit but i mean if, i think in all reality we all know it's always been there <laughs> oh shit yeah that's that's right oh shit when they when they tune into us uh, well mike since we haven't heard should i'm we sorry tell, go ahead no i was gonna say should um um should we tell them who the guest was going to be or uh you know, or should we hold off in hopes that we will? Still well, that's what I was about to say. Uh, about to say, maybe uh, let's let's get into some Friday the Thirteenth fan film talk, and maybe if we're lucky, our guest will actually call in. Yes, maybe, hopefully, 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 he'll be like, uh, you know, it'll be a stealth thing, and I'll be like, surprise, motherfucker. There you go. See, that's what we'll get. <laughs> Friday the 13th fan films. Yes. Friday the 13th fan so, films. So, we all know what, I mean, people have been making Friday the 13th fan films since what, well, since the invention, before YouTube even. I mean, you were making them before YouTube. I, uh, uh well, yeah, I made the, well, the two, I made two Friday the 13th fan films. The first one was Jason's End in 2003. And that, I made that for a, some Friday the 13th film festival for short films. And uh, I think there was like a thing where it could only be um, eight minutes long. Um, and I made like three different cuts of it. Um, so, um, but the contest cut I think was like maybe seven and a half minutes. And uh, my brother was Jason, I was uh, Tommy Jarvis, and um, it was funny. In um, in that film, I liked to laugh a lot, and uh, when I got killed by um, um, by one of the people that was staying at a uh, a house on the lake for the weekend, um, I laughed as he was killing me. So <laughs> that didn't go over too well. <laughs> Still to this day. Um, coming soon to the uh, rabbitandredradio.com screening room, uh, Jason's End. And then in um, 2007, I made a sequel to Jason's End. Well, eh, I, no, I can't really call it a sequel. But uh, that was the one that um, Alex Edwards came down for. Or a uh, film. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know. But uh, that was a, a much better attempt, I think. Um but, uh, yeah. I miss that. I'd like to make another one. I honestly would. I think it'd You be need fun. to get off your ass and do it, Mike. Yeah, I, w- I would like to do that. I think that that would be fun. We, oh. Nothing stopped you. You can shoot a film on your fucking iPhone now. I could do that. I could do that. Maybe. Let's see. Um, do you have, you have an Android, right? I actually... 
Or what do you yes, have? Yes, I do have an Android. You do. But I actually just this evening before the show broke down and ordered a uh, new uh, Galaxy uh, S21, the newest model with uh, the uh, 64 megapixel triple lens camera and uh, uh, 8K video recording capabilities. So oh, I'm finally stepping into the 21st century. Holy and um, shit. hopefully that'll be uh, uh, the motivation I need to uh, get a few of projects back up and going that I've been working on for several years. Well, maybe, maybe, here's what we do. I, I have the perfect idea. We'll make a film together. Really? Enlighten and, me. And I can shoot some of it here, and then you can shoot some of it there, and then we'll put it together. Okay, um, I'm Biden, uh, I can make Camp uh, Out Nightmare 7. What do we have in mind you here? You can be in it. You can just get killed there. And then I can get killed here. And we can put it together. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's not necessarily a cohesive storyline, well, but, I mean, well, both no, of us getting we'll, killed, you know, we'll, we'll, that's we'll make it. We'll doable. Make it. We'll make it that... that Here's what, oh my god, I got it, I got it, I got it. We'll make it that I travel to Missouri, but I won't travel to Missouri. I'll just make, you can be in Missouri and film all the Missouri stuff, and then I'll get a green screen and shoot myself here on a green screen, and then I'll put... Okay, okay, I like where this is going. And then I'll put the backgrounds of the Missouri thing, like, you can stand in front of the green screen and say your lines, and then I'll be here saying my lines. Or no, you can stand in the actual Missouri scenery and say your lines, and then I can insert myself. So you'd be like talking to yourself, but you'd really be talking to me in the finished film. Why not? I mean, that'd be great. (gasps) What's the movie going to be about, Mike? Okay, we've got got that, how we've already figured out the... uh, the overcoming the distance uh, between where we live to yes. make the movie, but yes. uh, and the fact that we both are getting violently murdered in the movie. Yes. Um, well, see, here's but the thing. I want to get killed. What, are we, what else are we doing? What, what's going on here? Oh, here, here it is. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Now I don't know when this takes place. We might have to like, um, um, or you might have to like, you know, make something happen. But let's call it, like, Mud Nationals Massacre. And then have a killer... Nationals st- Massacre. That's, yeah. And, 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 and have a killer be stalking at the Nationals. And see what happens is, I come there... Are you talking about the uh, High Lifter Mud Nash- um, Nationals? I don't know. I, I, see, I see every year on Facebook, I see you doing something with... Mud Nationals or something like that. You know, I've actually thought about that. I, I, I've worked up uh, several several years ago because I've been going to that event. This actually was the first year. Last year it got canceled, and this is the first year I didn't go in uh, in 16 years. You didn't? I was going to say, because uh, I didn't uh, see anything posted. I was like, that's strange. Cause you yeah, it, it was last there. week. It was last week. Oh. Yeah, I just... 
had too much going on and uh, um, didn't have uh, my quads up and running like they need to be. And uh, yeah, it just didn't happen this year. None of our bunch went. So uh, I figured uh, it we out. Probably do it next year. But uh, I, I had have thought I'd, story. I'd, I'd worked up a treatment several years back. It was actually called uh, Mud on the Tire. Uh, or blood on the tires, blood on the tires. Sorry, okay. uh, uh, a play on mud on the tires, of course. Uh, but uh, we're at a big off-road event. Uh, a slasher starts taking out, uh, uh, killing off the uh, participants at at a big uh, off-road event. You know, in a big park where it's, you know, trails off in the woods. So, you, I mean, you could go inbred hillbilly slasher with it. You could go Bigfoot it with it if you wanted. Uh, but that's what that, out of all the horror subgenres, that is one that I think is the most underused. Dude. Is, uh, I've all, is Bigfoot movies. I, I have been a fan, a huge fan of... Uh, the Legend of Boggy Creek, uh, Charles B. Pierce's uh, film since I was a little kid, as far back as I can remember, and I still love that movie. I got the uh, I got the uh, 4K Blu-ray. Uh, I pre-ordered it actually How does here it uh, what year before last when it came out, um, and I don't no hard labor pre-order anything, hmm. but uh, anyway, yeah, I'm. Getting off topic, but yeah, uh, that would be cool. I think. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of you know camp slashers, but I mean that that's what I always loved about camp slashers, like Friday the Friday Thirteenth and uh, films and all the other ones uh, growing up. Well, because I, I guess because I grew up out in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, I love movies that horror movies that take place out in the woods. Why not this? <clears throat> Why not this, okay? How about the big reveal at the end is that the slasher is, and nobody's listening anyway, so we can just divulge this here because people will forget about it by the time it's done anyway. <laughs> Spoilers! But, um, exactly. But the way that it works is how about the, 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 the slasher turns out to be this family man that just fucking loses his mind because he can't go to Mud Nationals because there's too much going on and he just can't go. And he has go. five kids in the house? Yeah, and it's something that he's <laughs> loved to do for years. I like where this is going. He's, he, it's, it's something he loved to do for years and years and years. So what he does is he fucking kills his family. And then, but that's did, Hey, wait, a, did he, uh, <clears throat> did, did he by chance uh, go to Mud Nationals uh, three weeks after uh, his first child was born. Um, yeah, we can throw that in there too. In and the then, script, I mean hypothetically. Right, and then and then the and then the wife never forgave him for that. Oh, yes, because then when he finally snaps, he kit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He kills the current family. Then he goes and he finds his fucking ex-wife. Kills her too. Then he goes to Mud Nationals and fucking massacres them all up. 
like it's like a total fucking revenge movie. Like he finally just snaps. He just snaps. He's like, my life. Oh, so we're gonna go all uh. Shit. Why am I drawing a blank now? Um. Shit, the one, uh, the 80 slasher where they go to the island, uh, uh, the house on the island, and the kid's father uh, shows up and starts taking him out. Oh, shit. Or the, the guy's father. Um, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about, because I think I just got it recently on disc, and I can't... I just watched it on Shudder here uh, a few months um, ago. The Mutilator? Mutilator, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Actually, yes, 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 yes. Put that spin on it, yeah. But I'm telling you, in in, in that setting, you don't really see films in that setting. So that could really fuck... I mean, dude, it's a win-win. It, it hasn't been done. I mean, aside from... I mean, maybe the hills have eyes, too. Uh, or they, have, they go out to the desert to run dirt bikes but uh you know in the woods uh atv and utv park yeah you know i think and, there's something there you know it and and i would love to have a kill where the guy's fucking on an atv or something and he fucking somebody's on the fucking ground and they're all fucking he ties them down and he fucking runs over their face and you see fucking tire trucks. Oh, and even I mean, even the obvious ones. There's so much you could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, Death Proof, uh, Kurt Russell and Death Proof with uh, driving the uh, Chevy Nova, or the slow motion peeling the face off with the back tire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or think of all the kills. You know, you could you could have associated with ATVs and UTVs. I mean, aside from people getting run over, you know. Being out in the woods, tying razor wire between the trees, oh. you know the decapitations have like mo- a multiple decapitation. Yeah, people racing uh, and uh, just heads rolling. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking, I think this is a great idea. Fucking, oof. I am fucking pumped. I am fucking stick. Uh, yeah, where you could uh, the slasher could sla- sabotage. Uh, one of their bike, one of their quads, to you know, stick a stick the spark plug wire in the gas tank. So when they went to start it, it blows up in their face, and Ooh. they're running around on fire. Yes, yes, that is perfect. That's perfect. I love it. Perfect. God, see, rabbit and red. It it really just brings out the good stuff. I love it. No! Are you trying to say that we don't? I gotta agree with him. Stuff? Yeah. I mean... uh... No, but that really. But hey, as long as we're doing that, you know. Yeah, might as well throw Jason in there too. Yeah. What? Mm. Uh... I mean. Hold on one second. Talk for a second. Let me see something. Hello? Oh, yeah, we are. We are. We are.
this point as they are. up sign. Uh, yeah, if you, I mean, if you'd like to. Alright, thanks a lot, man. Talk to you in a minute. Alright, bye. Oh, wow. Okay. <coughs> oh, shit. That's better. Okay. We're here now. So, uh, what, what were you talking to the fine people about, Mr. Cody? Anything good? I wasn't. Really? Did you have, were you muted? No, was I? No, no I'm I not can hear you. I'm not muted. Hold on. Let me see if this Your works. Your Skype's ringing. I, yeah, I think I muted it. Or did I, wait. I thought I put him in. Hello, I'm oh, here. Jesus Christ, that scared the hell out of me. Holy oh, shit, there. God. There's Rob. My heart. Yeah, hey. My yeah. heart. Oh, boy, I'm gonna die. Oh, He's I'm back. Dead. The no, man behind no, the mask. No dying. Holy shit. Yeah, I was taking a, I was taking a nap when you messed me. Yeah, I was like... Oh. I was like, let me get up so I can, uh, can help these guys. So I can help these guys. We'll take all the help we can get, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> we had a guest lined up for tonight we that did. Uh, scheduled, and sadly they didn't show up. It was uh, Jason Brooks. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, um, Vengeance, right? Yeah, Vengeance. Uh, also playing Jason in uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Roseblood, and yeah. also playing Jason in. The uh, upcoming Vengeance 2 Bloodlines. Nice, yeah. I, uh, I, I watched Vengeance. I was impressed. I was, too. I was, too. I gotta admit it. It might might be my favorite Friday fan film so far. Yeah. I, I have it in my top two. Uh, I, I still like Never Hike Alone, the first one. So. Never Hike Alone. I... I Really liked it the first time I saw it, but I don't know. I almost like it better before Jason's in it, the first half of it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, 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 and I, but I did like the uh, little cameo at the end. So. Yeah, but hey, Rob, have you seen Never Hike Alone, the ghost cut that uh, they came out with uh, last year? No, I didn't. They had, they, I assume they had filmed it when they filmed uh, the cameo, but they had uh, a lot more footage of Tom Matthews besides just the oh. cameo. He had a oh, lot really? of art, and they cut it all out for some reason. But then he did the ghost cut, which I don't know. I need to look into that more because it has a whole opening, and that's the best part of the movie. It has a whole, whole opening that they didn't show in Never Hike Alone that shows the events that lead up 
to what happens in Never Hike Alone. Well, did you see Never Hike in the Snow yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched it uh, right when it came out, the night it came out. But uh, uh, I liked it, but again, not enough Tom Matthews. Yeah, I, I liked it, but I d- didn't know that they were going to break it into smaller, like, like almost, almost like sections, because it's like only like 20, 24 minutes, I think. Yeah. And I was like, and just as it was picking up, it was like, and the, like, I was yeah, like, right what? when you think it's, yeah, it's, uh, you know, right when it's getting into the meat, yeah. you know, it's over. I mean, I, I know what they're going for. I know they're going for like, you know, m- you know, more money for the next production. And, but I, I, I would have loved to see at least another 45 or what was uh, the first one? Like 52 minutes. I would have loved to see like, yeah, a 52 it was, uh, it was almost feature length. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think once you hit... Uh, how are you guys like doing besides minutes. the uh, missing guest? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Once it's 56 minutes, I think that is uh, feature length. Which, Mike, how long Mike? How long was uh, Vengeance? Vengeance? It's feature length, isn't it? Shit, Vengeance. It's like an hour, it's like an hour 30. I think. Yeah, it's... Um, I, think, I think it's an hour 30. I think it's, if I remember, hour and 34 minutes. Yeah. According to yeah, you, you know, what? and there's uh, watching it, it flows pretty well. There's not there's not a whole lot of it I can really think of that I would have cut out of it. Yeah, I don't know why. That, you know, that, it was good to see C.J. Graham uh, that role of uh, Elias. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that fi- the character finally got to see the light of day. Yeah, yeah, because we never heard of Elias until uh, what was it? Um, Jason goes to hell. When they talked about uh, the parents of Jason Voorhees, Elias and Pamela, and I was like, like I was like, who the hell is Elias? I was like, oh, well, apparently he's a parent. They didn't show the tombstone and Jason lives. Uh, no, not that. I could remember. Swore they mentioned. I, well, I know that Tom McLaughlin had wrote a sequel to Jason Lives that involved uh, Elias. Yeah, I don't think I saw a tombstone in in uh, Jason Lives. Uh, maybe I'm just uh, bullshit. It could, it, could, it could have been like part of like one of the cuts that they had to do because they know pretty much every Friday the Thirteenth has a a different version. If uh, they ever got to show the full the full versions of each of them. Yeah, I can't remember. I know. I mean, I know that the the scene that's at the beginning of Vengeance was originally written for Jason Lives because I think McLaughlin did write that for uh, for Jason Lives for the end of Jason Lives, but uh, yeah, it got cut or whatever. So, but um, I'm trying to think. That's probably what I'm thinking of, Mike. Yeah, you might be. Like uh, like Friday the Thirteenth Seven. Like I guess the, the the uncut version was supposed to be like like six times better than what they end up uh, getting to release. Oh, the MPAA just butchered it. Yeah. But fortunately, a lot of that footage uh, survived. Uh, unlike uh, some of the other Friday films. Yeah, like I know Four had a di- uh, alternative ending. Um, 
where uh, Trish gets uh, killed at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... I was just glad we finally got the Friday 2 uh, cut gore scenes. Yeah. Yeah, that... Uh, I'm in the process now of trying to reinsert those. So, uh... It's, uh... It's, um... Wow. It's getting there. It's just not there yet. All right. Did, did you try spitting on it, Mike? Uh, no, unfortunately not. Oh, headbanging sometimes, it? Sometimes helps when you're trying, trying to re- reinsert stuff. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Damn you, I'm not, I'm not on my toes. I would have had the soundboard fucking going, but I can't. I mean... I'm looking at it, but mm. wow! Well, I'm not as cool as I'm not as cool as the indie director, but I, I I'm I'm pretty pretty badass. Well, Rob I'd... Mahoney, producer extraordinaire. I mean, I did <laughs> I did tell Cody Rob that you are uh, you're you're starting to uh, upstage uh, Rabbit with your uh, guest choices, especially the one that's coming up for uh, the next episode. Yeah, we were just talking about that earlier, actually, Rob. I was just bragging on you to Mike, uh, saying how I've, I'm really impressed with how you've taken the ball and run with it with uh, Father Mahoney's House of Horrors. Uh, I, I didn't know, you know, I knew I wanted you, I wanted to have you on the network uh, with us, but I, uh, I didn't know what you were going to do with it once we got you here, and. Uh, I've really enjoyed all your guests so far. It, it's yeah. every episode's been really entertaining. Yeah, um, the next one, I, I, I'm not sure if I told you, was uh, I'm having the director of uh, the Sawyer Massacre, uh, Steve Merlo. He's it's a prequel of the of the, the Sawyer family before the events of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So. Uh, yeah, well, perfect I, I, timing for that with the uh, with the yet another direct sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. We what do actually, you guys think about that? Did you did you really want another direct sequel uh, to go nah. them to go the way of uh, the way of Halloween, the Halloween nah. franchise, and no, uh, once uh, again, he, he the either. same stuff. My guest doesn't want that either. He's uh, he just did a YouTube live about the whole next chainsaw and uh, bes- besides Halloween, I think Chainsaw has like the worst timeline. Continuity, yeah, yeah. But um, nobody seems to really mind about it as much. Yeah, but Halloween has way too many timelines going on now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's like comic book like multiverse shit going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping that we'd finally get a direct sequel to actually uh, the original timeline with uh, up to Resurrection, and even though Resurrection's a piece of junk, I don't, I don't like it. But yeah, I would have been happy with just a sequel to the original six. Yeah, I, you yeah, know they... what? I'll even go as far to say I would have rather seen a sequel to. The H2O timeline. Yeah, I agree with that too. At, at this point in time. I'm... Damn it. Uh, 
lagged again. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, I know Mike. Oh, I think good. I'd be a lot more accepting of them sewing his fucking head back on or, That's uh, what I was gonna or do. chopping off a. I know, Mike. I know. <laughs> that, that was a joke, too, by the way. But, yeah. uh, or them having it be a fucking paramedic getting his head cut off or something. At this point, you know, I'm just ready, you know, bring back the horror franchises that we grew up with. You know, and I'll take, I'll t- take direct sequels to the original films in the franchise if that's all we can get. Yeah, I like I, it. I like it better than remakes. Yeah, and I, I like it better than, than what like Jamie Lee Curtis did with the last one. I I'm still not a, I'm still not sold on the 2016 Halloween. I'm, I I have just now lost. I've lost pretty much all respect for Jamie Lee Curtis. After you know when she came back and did H2O, I was like in the front row cheering her on. You know, oh, yeah. saying great. You know. I was happy. Yeah, because at least the H2O timeline, at least Loomis's memory is still there because you, you see Loomis's nurse in the beginning of H2O. So, and but, she's going to be in Halloween Kills. Yes, but what? But yet, now this new timeline with the 2016, Loomis doesn't improve. They said Loomis dies, and he's like a crazy guy. It's like, so you just shit all over Donald Pleasance, basically. Yeah, how do you feel about that, Mike? Well, I didn't think of it. They took a big old thumper dumper on Donald's chest. Oh, I don't. uh, A big Cleveland steamer. Um. Um. A big Humpty Dumpty. Donald Donald Pleasance is the heart and soul of Halloween. I I will. That's better. What what was that? (laughs) <laughs> Mike shitty ass soundboard. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it is. I was I was about to start dancing like uh, Charles Manson type. <laughs> that was a yeah. sad Chewbacca, but it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, fucker. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with I'm with Rob on this. Uh, it it is kind of I feel it is kind of disrespectful to basically the heart and soul of. Uh, the franchise to just pretty much erase everything he's done except the original. Yeah. They kind of downplay his character. And and and, and she also takes kind of a pot shot at him too. Oh, are you the the new Loomis? Like I'm like, well, really you have to bring up his name after you just erased like five of his movies? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, well, they had to throw his name in there, and uh, God God knows what they're going to do with him in Halloween Kills. I'm sure... I don't have high hopes. I, honestly, I think the, be- the, best part, the best part of 2016 movie, honestly, to me, was they brought the Silver Shimrock masks on. <laughs> yeah, they had plenty, plenty of Easter eggs in there yeah. from throughout the franchise. And they were... That's the... Weird fucking thing though. All the all the movies that Halloween uh, movies from the franchise that they referenced that they were completely ignoring by making their movie. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Now you guys got me thinking. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and believe me, 
I'm about uh, Kenny Powers humping up and taking a big shit on Donald's chest. And I love fucking Kenny Powers. I really fucking do. I really I do too. I, I love Powers. he's pounding down. I mean, oh my, I mean. Your Highness. Mm-hmm. I mean, but why? Handle why your shit, that? Thaddeus. The, I mean, that other Halloween movie, the one thing that really got me was um, when the podcasters are in the um, the hotel and they play um, uh, the tape of uh, Loomis. I lose it every time still and it's not him obviously you know but it's somebody else doing that and it's still fucking oh my i can't but um i barely watch that movie anymore i've only watched it a few times now since and uh it's very difficult to get through i don't think i don't know when i'll sit down and watch it again to be completely honest with you i'd much rather watch but see that that's the thing about the uh, other Halloween movies. Even the ones I don't like. Like I can actually watch Resurrection. I don't like it, but there are scenes that I, that are kind of intriguing to me, and so it'll get me to actually sit down and watch it again. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about 2016 that really can get me to say, "Oh, I'm going to sit down and watch this again." I'm like, it's nothing. Yeah, I, I, you so. know, and as much as as you know, when H2O came out, I was. Um, dead set against it. I hated it. I, I, I hated her in that movie. I really did. But, um, you know, as the years have gone on, I mean, I have a soft spot for it. But I don't think, uh... Yeah. You know. The new one, I just don't... I'm, I'm not feeling it. I mean, I liked it. When I first saw it in the theater, I I thought it was good. I liked it, but on repeat viewings, I was like, "What the fuck is this that I'm watching? It's not. It's just it, it, it's it's not it's, good. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I will I will say the, the one scene that always gets me in H2O is the scene when uh, they're running from Michael, and you know Jamie Lee opens the door, and then you, she looks out, and her and Michael are face to face. Yeah. Yeah, that, that the music, that, the score, yeah. the score. Uh, I think John Oatman did the score. Yeah. The score and the music cues in H two O are are the best part of it for me. Yeah. So I, I do get chills when I see uh, Jamie Lee and uh, Michael face to face. That's uh, even though it, it wasn't the right mask. Still, the way it was shot, it's it has the desired effect. It's very impactful. Yeah. And that CGI mask, yeah. give me a break on that shit. And what the hell were they thinking? Yeah, I know. I still think the the Halloween Six mask is the best of them, the best of all the masks. Yeah, that's my favorite. It really, and, and it's and it's not just because Six is is my favorite film of of all time in general. It's just. That fucking mask in six is, I mean, wow. Well, I see it in the background, Mike. I, I see it on the corner there. Yeah, well, um, the hell, the Halloween six, uh, yeah, little poster there, right? Poster, yep, that's that, and uh, that's. Yeah, that I can one. tell my. 
thighs are getting better. I can start. <laughs> Yeah, I have to. Uh, anyway, hey guys, what? As long as we're on the subject, uh, we've been talking fan films, and we got off. Uh, we were talking Friday fan films, but uh, as long as we got off on the subject of Halloween, why are we getting uh, any Halloween fan films? Do you think it's because we're still getting Halloween movies, <coughs> or do you think? And uh, and secondly, do you think once this stupid ass lawsuit finally gets settled? And we do start getting Friday the 13th films again. Do you think the fan films are going to die off? You know, people aren't going to be willing to spend the money to fund them anymore? I don't know. I think the I think the Friday films are always going to have fan films. I, there's something about Jason that uh, people are just... They have so many different theories about... I think they have more theories about Jason than they do Michael or, or Freddy or... Leatherface, you know, and I, when I was talking earlier about the, uh, the saw, the, the, the Sawyer family, I, I actually messaged him and said it was refreshing to see someone doing a fan film other than Friday the 13th mm-hmm. because it's been done to death now, the, uh, the Friday the 13th fan films. Yeah, it does seem like it's. And like, I think yeah, there's more of a. Mis- that, yeah, yeah, well, I think, you know, people like. Me and Mike were talking about before you got on here, Rob. Uh, people were already making Friday the 13th fan films. I mean, even before YouTube, you know, uh, like a, Mike, Mike had made a couple even. Uh, and uh, I remember there was, um, oh God, what was it called, Mike? Uh, Timberwolf Entertainment. They did uh, they did some uh, couple pretty decent quality uh, fan, fan films was... back, like, Right around the turn of the millennium. Yeah. Well, like I think late was, 90s, early 2000s. There was one that they called uh, Friday the 13th 10 um, to hell and back or something like that. Which I've never seen, but I just, like, I know of it of its existence. But, I mean, they've been doing it. People have been doing Friday the 13th fan films. Pretty much as long as the home video equipment has been has, has been available oh, yeah, to make definitely. Well, I mean, films. I could be wrong, but I think uh, of the uh, big four: uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, um, Texas Chainsaw, and Nightmare. I think uh, Friday the Thirteenth is above everyone else as far as um, popularity. I, I could be wrong on this, but oh yeah, yeah. And and the I thing mean, too, Jason is such a blank canvas. You know, you can throw him as long as you got wood. The wood, you know, you can film that any place you got woods. Yeah. You know, you can write a story. You know, and make a short film. Yeah. You know, get a guy in a hockey mask. Uh, it's it's the simplest, least. Or most inexpensive, recognizable horror icon to uh, to produce. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe uh, the director of um, the, the Never Hike Alone. I believe he did a, a Halloween one too. Uh, it was quite short. I think it was like fourteen minutes long, and it only involved like two characters. It was like. 
one girl who is uh, walking home by herself, and she feels like she's getting watched or followed, and she gets home, and uh, like I think it's like her mother uh, was already killed in the house, and and Michael's around the building. I I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but I believe uh, Vincent DeSantis did did a Halloween one too. Um, yeah, I've seen his. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was quite short. It was quite short. It was like like ten to fourteen minutes, right? You know, and what do you guys think about that? Uh, do you think it's better for these fan films to be in a sh- on a shorter runtime, or do you think it, it tends to be all right if they go for it, go for it and try to do the feature length thing like Vengeance did? Because they're they're all working on a very limited budget, and you know the longer the film, the the more kills you're going to have to have, and the more expensive it's going to be. Is it better that they spend that money on doing more quality, uh, more quality effects, and be able to put more money into the production? I guess. Or, depends on what they're going for like if they're just going for like a, a quick tribute i say keep it shorter but if they're really trying to make a a movie that people will remember yeah they're gonna go for the longer like, like uh just did i guess it really just depends on how how good the story is too true like vengeance you know, the the first time I watched it, I had a there were a few cringe moments in it uh, when it came to the story and the dialogue, and the next time I watched it, I was a lot more forgiving of it because like I, I knew what I was getting into. I was watching a fan film. I, I you know I I wasn't expecting a uh, Academy Award winning. Yeah, well, yeah, not even yeah, not even a professional quality. Film, but it's it's actually shot really well. Uh, Jason Brooks is great as Jason, yeah. uh, and and the cast. I mean, the the cameos they have in it, not just the cameos, but C.J. Graham as Elias Voorhees. Like I said, he he was great. Um, and the, uh, that's why I was telling Mike the first time I watched it, I didn't even realize that it was C.J. Graham. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh... and I still thought he was good. What was um and there is a Freddy vs. Jason uh, fan film being made right now too. Uh, it's uh, called Dreamscape. Uh, I've, there's I've checked there's up. a like a thirty the minute. Tri- uh, there's like a thirty minute uh, Michael versus Jason, uh, and it's all think, nothing but a big fight scene, and it's actually yeah, pretty I, damn I, good. I was I impressed think, by it. I, I saw that one. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Well, it was like a one. It was like a upsmanship one hunt. They were doing like a one upsmanship. Yeah. Yeah. I but think. that's the cool thing, and and like the movie or not, Never Hike Alone is, I think, is really what is kind of ramrodded this whole plethora of actually really good quality fan films, Friday fan films we're getting now. And not just Friday, you know the the uh, like you're talking the Sawyer Massacre, and there there are all these other uh, horror fan films of and he, these he big franchises we're fans of that uh, that are getting actually getting more a lot more funding now with their 
crowdfunding pr uh, programs than they would have been pr prior to Never Hike Alone. I mean, that, yeah, they he, like broke the mold and showed, hey, you can do this. You can get a you know decent amount, a decent budget for a fan film, and actually get talent attached from the actual films. Well, that's uh, that the story of Massacre. When I interview him, I'm going to bring up the fact that you guys are going to get the exclusive here. Uh, the monologue is actually done by John Dugan. So. Oh, awesome. Because so, he he wanted some legitimacy, you know, to, to, talking about the Sawyers and who better than Grandpa? So yeah, and, and the hardcore fans, you know, I I know I eat that up. They're going to eat it up too. Yeah, so you, you guys have the exclusive on that. <laughs> yeah, like even like Vengeance, Vengeance, you know, them getting Harry Manfredi to do the score to a fucking fan fan film, you know. Oh, I know. and you got Tom Le Tom McLaughlin. Do, uh, the director Jason Libs doing a cameo in it. You got fucking C.J. Graham, Jason playing one of the lead roles in it. Steve Dash playing one, of, uh, another friggin' Jason playing uh, one of the lead roles. I mean, how, how how can as a growing up with that franchise uh, and being a fan, how how can someone not be a little bit excited for something like that? Well, what about uh, this thirteen fanboy that has uh, yet to be released too? So. But that's actually not a fan film, though, is it, Rob? Rob, yes. it's, it's a legitimate uh, production. Well, the not production, that the fan films are. Uh, a lot of the fan films are, but it's it's an actual... But it also, it's another movie that gets crucified by the fact that they can't use certain things because of the uh, lawsuit. They can't actually use Jason's name in it. From what I understand. Yeah, and that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the, everybody's gonna know. I mean, they, they're gonna base, they're gonna tiptoe around that. They're gonna like, yeah, they, they could probably use like Crystal Lake or like, like the killer at Crystal Lake or something like that. But are they still? I mean, is that shot or is it? They didn't even start shooting it. Yet. I, I heard it. I heard it's finished. I I don't know. I I, I contacted a few people, but I've heard it's finished. Hmm. So. I'm but I know Tom. I know Tom Matthews left the project, though. Uh, what? When, yeah, when when it originally started, Tom Matthews had a big role. But then, as Deborah Voorhees started adding more and more women, it became more of a like a uh, a woman flick. And oh, I guess no. Tom Matthews uh, his his thing went from this to this to this. So his his role kind of shrunk the whole time. And he, he kind of he didn't away. want to do it. Yeah. Are we getting well? That, that's a shame film? too. Well, just oh god, not another um, Black Christmas. Oh yeah. fuck! I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I can't believe you either. Bastards. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm though, sorry, Mike... uh, Rob. I got confused. Were you talking about Roseblood or what? Were no, uh, thirteen fanboy. Thirteen fanboy, thirteen fanboy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Speaking, had, but speaking of wrote. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, when Tom Matthews signed on to do Thirteen Fanboy, I guess he had a pretty substantial role. But uh, I guess it's when he when he found out that D. Wallace was added on, and uh, who was the other one that? Um, there was two actresses that were 
added it back to back. And uh, his his role went from like this to like nothing. And well, yeah, you got to wonder how he feels about Never Hike Alone. Yeah, because like what I said when I watched the ghost cut of that, he has a considerably larger role in that as to where it was cut down to just a cameo. Yeah, and same. Now, with I could be I could be wrong. Somebody please correct me if I am. I could be wrong. They might have went back and filmed additional stuff for the goat for the ghost cut. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that the the intro in the ghost cut is, is all all new uh, footage, but uh, I don't know about the Tom Matthews stuff. Well, I know they're at, they're filming another um, Never Hike in, um, movie. They got two more actually lined up. Uh, the last one ain't supposed to be released till 2024, I believe. But, oh uh, my god! But, but do, Tom, uh, you guys think the fad is going to kind of pass by then? I mean, they can't. People aren't going to keep shelling out. You know, every time they somebody starts an Indiegogo or Kickstarter for a Friday the Thirteenth fan film, you know, they're, they're never hike alone got people excited about it. But you really think people are going to keep throwing money? At I think these it's projects. Get, I think it's going to get to a point where people are going to demand, you know, that people start doing original content, and I think the fan film fad will eventually, just, I mean, really, because things all, all all things go in cycles. It's just the nature of things, and I think eventually you're just going to have people that are yeah. just going to be like, you know. If you want us to give you money to make a movie, we want to see something original. We want to see what you can really do aside from taking an already established property. Putting, uh, running put a guy, putting a guy in a hockey mask and throwing a few uh, D-list movie actors at us. Right. Yeah. I agree with Not that. that I don't love seeing a guy in a hockey mask with some D-list movie actors from... The movies I grew up with, I, I, I'm not knocking that. Right. No, neither am I. But you know, after a while, I, I think you, you know, you want to get to a point where you're gonna, you know, where you, you see something yeah. real, like you see something that's like uh, camp out. And like I was saying, so I think it's gonna play out because people are just gonna, people are. Yeah, people are going to get tired of camp out there. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> okay, there's going to be a trap! Of that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. People are going to get tired of, uh... It's, the pad's going to pass. People are... are they're still going to be making these Friday Honestly, films, but I don't I, think I, they're going to be on the budgets they're getting right now. I can already see people getting tired of fan films in, in general because, um, you know, you know, you guys know Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I, I talk to him, he's on another project again, and I'm like, God, how many projects are there right now? And he's he's on like twenty of them right now, and I mean, we're still recovering from a freaking pandemic, and these these actors, I I I look at these crowdfundings, and I'm like, okay. A thousand dollars just to have a speaking role. I'm like, okay, that's like the the numbers that they're putting up are way too high than pe- what people can afford these days. Oh, and well, like me and Mike were talking about uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, we were supposed to have the uh, writer director of 
uh, Scream Bloody Murder on. And uh, I got to looking at their Indiegogo, and it was, like I said, ridiculous. They were charging, like, they, they were basically selling off every role in the film, including the lead roles. And I, yeah. I was like, ten grand for lead, uh, to, to play the lead role, one of the lead roles. Yeah. In there. And they were selling it, but, you know, that's fine, all fine and dandy if you're going to sell uh, off the like, spots. But for one, it bet you better make sure you've got people that are right for the roles, number one. And because uh, it's not going to amount to shit, it's not going to uh, get any views in your next project. You, it's going to be a one-trick pony. If you try to do that again, you, if you make a shit like, movie, like you try to back. do it again, people aren't going to be so generous with their money to you. Uh, going back to uh, 13 Fanboy, when they were running their Indiegogo uh, a couple years ago, their their perks were actually reasonably cheap. I mean, you could get like a, a poster for like $15. I mean, they're not like a signed poster for like 25 bucks. Like, you can't get a signed autograph from uh, these celebrities for like less than $20. So a, a signed poster, they're like, by the whole cast? Twenty five bucks. I was like, "Wow!" Like, I look at some of these ones today. I saw one. Um, oh, can't, can't think of the name of it, but it it was like a hundred dollars just to get uh, a special thanks on the film. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, most of the special thanks are like five and bucks, a hundred bucks. I was like, "I am no, I, I don't, I don't like, I, I don't love horror that much." <laughs> that I'm gonna dip into my pocket just to say. Hey, thanks, Rob, for $100. <laughs> That's, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, These films are asking sometimes way too much, just considering yeah. that, we're still, that we're still recovering right now. Are we in a better place than we were last year? Yes. But, I mean, that doesn't mean everybody still has jobs. A lot of people are still collecting unemployment and... and uh, still struggling to get full time hours, and you're asking a hundred dollars for a special thanks or a thousand dollars to have your face in the film. And I'm like, if I'm get, if I'm paying a thousand dollars, I better be in the film as a prominent member. <laughs> Never mind just my face. Like, oh hey, missing. There's a guy who's missing. His name is Rob Mahoney. Oh, next next scene. <laughs> I ain't paying a thousand dollars. So. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so how's everything going over there, Mike? Uh, not too bad. It's all just, you know, trying to get stuff together. We get that new podcast up on the network now, so... You know, the guys that you... Yeah, what, what's that called again, Mike? That, uh, Really Another Podcast. Actually, Really yes. Another Podcast. I'm, I'm just intrigued just by the name, because uh, you can tell the guy apparently doesn't take himself seriously, so, uh... He's, so, he's I'm good, on board. He's a good dude. I, uh, I'm... I'm, I'm message mike about him he was looking to expand his uh podcast and he's a big fan of the kevin smith films like huge huge kevin smith fan so uh well yeah i'm i'm sure i'll uh i'll enjoy his show then yeah oh yeah he would yeah so. no that episode was actually speaking of which that was me and mike's first official uh rabbit and red uh show together we did uh the the reboot show was yeah. uh, a Kevin Smith show. That's right. Nice. That was. Uh... Speaking of that, I got to get that really another podcast. I got to get their shirts up tonight. That's right. 
I was meaning to do that the other day, but I got to do that tonight. That's yeah, uh, he he just met a guy from uh, really another podcast. Really, uh, he messaged me saying that he ordered a Father Mahoney shirt. <laughs> yeah, he told he told me that he did. Cool. Like, yeah, I just got one of Rob's. I said, I said, awesome. That's, uh, I still have my I. I still have my Mahoney Don't Know Jack shirt. That that's still one of my favorite uh, uh, show banners I did. Yeah, that is a yeah, good let one. Me see. That really is a good one. Did you know I didn't know this? Because I uh, I pre ordered the um the seventy six uh, King Kong that Scream Factory is releasing next month. And he may have talked about it when we had him on, but I didn't realize Jack O'Halloran's in that. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I haven't either. That's why when I saw that they were fucking releasing it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm uh, I'm jumping on that one. Holy so, shit. has anybody seen Godzilla vs. Kong yet? Nope, I was supposed to go a couple days ago, but never got to make it. Me neither. I did not watch it. But... Uh, here it is. That's what I was looking for. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That is beautiful. I'm going to have to go back and redo all those. Uh, uh, we'll have to put out a second edition of all those uh, shirts when we were lead. And put the uh, uh, over uh, I'll overlay it with the new uh, logo. Yeah, fuck the... Uh... Yeah, fuck the uh, Legion one. Actually, fuck. That's right. Cody wanted me to to um, discuss the whole um, Legion and Bow debacle on Tales from the Crypts. I should have done that last night, but I'll do that Saturday. I think he wanted me to uh, really kind of crippled Cody. Yes, not crippled. not not you, Cody. Other Cody. The uh, your. I mean, we have crippled Cody and we have Norm Cody. Um, no, no, don't. Uh, that, that's I mean, not fair. Yeah, cripple Cody and alcoholic Cody. How about that? Well, that'll yeah, <laughs> that's that'll fair work. enough. That'll work. I'm uh, crippled just in a different way. Well, <laughs> I mean, and I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. Hey, it's still do we have? Though. Do we have? A, do we have a second? We have a second. I got. I got to. I, I got to run to the bathroom. So I got. We got a second. <laughs> Mike, hit the soundboard. No, right. oh, you got to hit the stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you on mute. Where was it? God damn it! I'm on the wrong page. Shit. You're on. You're on mute right now. Oh, fuck! I'm on the wrong page. Damn it! Ah. Yeah, I guess we'll just uh, we'll sit out here outside your bathroom and wait on you, Rob. You think he's okay in there, Mike? I'm hoping. That is so great. 
Hopefully that was a that was a pretty good uh, musical uh, accompaniment there, Rob. I got to uh, I got to give you that. I, yeah, I I I, 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 knew, I, I knew Rob I was well talented. That's amazing. I heard it. You guys can hear me now. What the? Come on, you fucking. We can soundboard. hear you. Yeah. Uh, go get a drink. <laughs> that blew my fucking ear out. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh shit, hold on. Wait. I just saw Mike's shirt right now. Yeah, I like the shirt. I like. Hey, is the shirt up for? Is the shirt up on uh, the? Yeah, uh, merchandise site. It is. John says he doesn't like it. And he what? designed. He designed the fucking. The artwork is his. I love um, the roads on the ro- rocks artwork. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm here. I'm. I'm rocking my Tuesday night. As a uh, you know. He's just here to rock your Saturday night because that's when he's on, but I'm here to rock Tuesday night. Wow. Running from this nightmare. Speaking well, of Tuesday night, I'm thinking of another blonde, uh, Laura Park Lincoln, uh, who's going to be in uh, Friday the 13th, Roseblood, who Did- Jason Brooks uh, from v- uh, Vengeance is also playing Jason in. And the uh, the little girl, whatever the hell her name was from Vengeance, uh, uh, she's playing in uh, Roseblood too. Oh, really? They are. Uh, wow. I didn't. I didn't know that. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, uh, Friday now, Friday Thirteen fan films are scouting uh, actors from other Friday Thirteen fan films to you uh, know to try to get some notoriety, maybe. Probably. Um, I mean, I'm I'm kind of impressed that they got La Park Lincoln because uh, she's. She, I don't know if you guys know, she's like an acting coach now. So uh, I actually uh, listened to an interview with her right after she signed on for it, and uh, and she was pretty excited about the project. I thought I think she's also in in uh, uh, Thirteen Fanboy, if I believe. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah. Okay. They got they got a lot of the uh, returning people. They got Jennifer Bankos in it, uh, who played Little Tina. Uh, they got um, I, they originally had Adrian King, but I think Adrian King pulled out too because she she didn't really want to end up doing the movie in the first place because uh, the storyline is around uh, something that she actually went through in her real life. You know, a stalker. Uh, stalker yeah, yeah. And she says hit too close to home for her. Uh, you know, because you know she had to, she had to do that for real life. <laughs> so, um, but uh, they, I know they have like a bunch of other people that did sign on. Um, you know, that's I, that's really a shame, though. Uh, so many of these '80s uh, final girl actors, you know, they they're not getting any younger. No, and a lot of them aren't doing anything, but conventions if that you know in the yeah, yeah but that occasional the, the occasional fan film appearance or a low budget 
yeah, yeah. So uh, why, why even bother with doing? Do, uh, you, that's a very good point, Mike. You know, why even bother doing uh, little indie films that have a small payday when they can go spend two or three days at a convention sitting at a table signing autographs and make bank? Well, I was sworn to secrecy, but there is a um, a final girl that's going to be making an appearance in a movie next year uh, called. Um, Victim No More. It's a Friday the 13th uh, tribute film. I think I've heard of this, yeah. I've heard yeah, of it. And uh, I, well, I have the poster on my wall because uh, I'm an associate producer. Uh, right there. And you like the, the artwork? The play uh, on? Oh, yeah. Uh, for all of our li- listener at home, yes. uh, it's uh, the vic- the victim no more poster. It basically looks like the original Friday Thirteenth poster with the lettering and the uh, blood dripping from the lettering and the uh, outline of the body with the knife. But just in case uh, certain people are listening, I can't reveal the name of the uh, the the couple people that are involved. Although I think I but, guessed uh, one, uh, but I won't say it. But I think I figured out one. Yeah. I have a feeling. Uh, but... Well, like I said, I'm just glad to see more of these 80s uh, actors, 80s horror actors, getting back in in the game and actually getting to see them do new stuff. Yeah. Um, who was the other one that... Um, I know someone... Uh, I, I, I talked to Melanie Kinnaman one, a couple of times, and, and I know she said yeah, she's been approached by, like, multitude of these uh films but uh she did say that she was interested in like one or two of them but she had, i don't know if she's officially signed on to anyone but i um, i always like melanie kinnaman i always i always have a so- spot soft spot for part five myself so just because no one else does <laughs> no, I, I like part five i like i like the kills it's i, I thought the kills are very cleverly done in that yeah, no, and the story, the story, the story is good. The story is really good. That was it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Part oh, there, there's one other fan film I wanted to uh, I wanted to mention before we uh, get away from the fan film talk. Uh, have speaking of feature length fan films, uh, have either of you guys seen uh, Voorhees? Yes, I actually have. Uh, Voorhees is that- very. It is for me. It is a close, uh, close second to Vengeance. It has a pretty good story to it too. I mean, I, I like the whole uh, kind of uh, heist getaway movie mixed in with a Friday Thirteenth film. I like, in, uh, like the fact that um, Jason's almost kind of uh, anti-hero in this, you know, killing the the bad guys. Uh, yeah. 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 So he almost plays like an anti-hero in this one. It's almost like you're cheering him because there's really no likable characters. And I, not really. I, no. Yeah. So I, I I was pleasantly surprised by that movie. It was I wasn't I went in with like very low expectations because I try to go with low expectations on thin films because like we mentioned earlier, when we're not looking for Hollywood production and we're not. We're just looking for a good story and good kills, and I thought it had both. 
Yeah, and the guy that played Jason in it, I, I don't, his name's escaping me right now, but is it Cody? Good. Like, like, like Jason Brooks, he was, I mean, he owned the part. What I want to know is, with with the kind of uh, funding that some of these Friday fan films are getting right now, uh, and the fact they're getting other Jason actors in there, why haven't we seen Kane Hodder in one yet, even in a cameo role? Look, I know think Kane he just thinks he's he's too big. He just isn't interested in doing fan films. He's too big. I agree. Yeah, he's too big, and he's. You know, I mean, he's got. He's actually got like somewhat of a career, so. You know, in that sense, he's not going to do it. Yeah, and Kane, it, he is going to appear in 13 Fanboys, though. I do know that for a fact. But like we talked about, he, uh, that's not really a fan film, so I think um, Mike hidden on this spot that he does have a, a career still, and he ain't going to jeopardize that by going backwards. No. Yeah, I guess that's kind of going to be saying, hey, my, my career... Who's really in the shitter, you know. Uh, I'm doing fan films now. I agree. And I'm not dissing on any fan films out there if you're listening. Uh, but, you know, at, at, for the standpoint... No, 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 me, me neither. Uh, I mean... No, no. Someone that's still in the, in the game right now, and, you know, a lot of these actresses and actors that they get through the film films, you haven't seen them in a while. Like, um... Well, like we were saying, they're just doing. A lot of them are just doing conventions, you know. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, but you you got to envy those guys, you know. Even these D-list celebrities doing, surviving basically on doing the uh, convention circuit uh, every year. I mean, going out there making bank to sit. At a uh, to sit at a table and sign autographs and have people tell you how much they love you all day, you know, how great you are. I agree. I mean, why would you want to go uh, do uh, do uh, movies for less money uh, to where you're actually having to, you know, do probably an indie indie films? You know, you imagine they got to do a lot more of their own stunt work and. And stuff like that, a lot more grueling hours. Like example, uh, there's a movie out there uh, called uh, Reunion from Hell that is supposed to be. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they got Kathy Podwell from uh, Night of the Demons. Uh, it's, it's, it's oh my god, movie. Rob! Did that that movie the the it's been a revolving door on the cast. I mean, when it first was announced, the cast and it was pretty impressive. And yeah. then, um, like, none, none of the people that were originally attached to it are still attached to it. Uh, yeah, there, there were some issues that were... Uh, I know Tamara Glenn was originally involved, and uh, Felicia Rose, but Felicia, I guess, uh, never officially signed on from what... This is from what I hear, that uh, they were pushing her name out there, and um, Felicia... This was right in the smack dab in the middle of um, the uh, pandemic. She didn't like the fact that uh, people they were asking people for money all all the time, and so she kind of just like pulled out of the project. Tamara was never signed into the project, um, but they were using her name, and that's that, this is only hearsay. Um, but so, then they got they got Pat, they got Kathy Podwell instead, 
and they got Dennis um, Tierney. I think he's uh, he, he was the guy who did the um, the special effects of uh, Night of the Demons. So they got both both of them to replace. And I know Kathy Podwell said it was her first movie since Night of the Demons. So that's that, that's kind of why I brought the, the subject up is they're getting these actors and actresses that haven't really been in the game compared to like Kane Hodder who's still into the game. And it's, that was the point I was originally trying to make on that. Yeah, and well, I, and point well made. And I mean, and even Adrian King still has movies coming out. Um, you know, yeah, as, yeah, she is Kane, still working. Yes, yeah, she is. So, I mean, not to mention but, running her winery. Correct. Oh yeah. Have you guys uh, drank any of uh, her Crystal Lake wines? Uh, not yet, but I know she signs all the bottles too. <laughs> yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, and it's very moderately priced wine. I'll have to order some because uh, I haven't tried it yet. But I'm not a big drinker anymore either, so I used to be. Me neither. There we go. Still messing around with the soundboard. Still, there was something yeah, it'll it'll make a sound here in about thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wonder. Yeah. No, I'm just like I'm looking at it, and it takes like fucking. I don't know what it is. Sometimes it. Uh, as long as you're not do, as long as you're not doing the Howard Stern thing where you're gonna try to get everybody uh, uh sexually frustrated out there. Yeah. No, I can't do that. No. <laughs> No, I can't do that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I felt that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of my... I did that years ago. I did that years ago on some show. I forget what one I did that on. Yeah. Well, guys, speaking of flatulence and, uh, you know, as long as we were talking about fan films, uh, does anybody else have anything to add about uh, the Friday fan films? Um, yeah. Yeah, just uh, keep making good ones, and I'll keep watching them. But uh, oh, don't, fair don't, enough. Don't, fair don't, enough. Don't, don't throw garbage up there. Yeah, yeah. Because you will and, uh, be Sadly, I think the the that's, that's that bound to start happening more as the budgets keep getting bigger on these fan films. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, the, the we're going to get some stinkers, and people are going to stop putting a stop. Supporting them as much. Yeah, and I mean, I think also they should, when they're making these films, they should look on the, the horror scene to see how many other uh, Friday films are being made too, because I think that could also affect their budget. They're going to, people are going to say, wow, another Friday film? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, I think, I think it's good. Like sure, you said, oversaturation, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they run its course eventually. And uh, I think I think people are looking for clever new ideas for films, fan films, like something that ha- even Hollywood hasn't done yet. Just come up with something original, like Voorhees. You know, like I was saying, you know that that was uh, an interesting take on it. I thought, yeah, it was uh, it was different, and I think that's why I liked it because it, it had something 
different to offer than just, oh, we're going to go to Jason's Lake and he's going to kill us. And... I mean, sure, it didn't have the best acting in the world. The dialogue was pretty clunky. Mm. But it just, you know, the, the sitting, I felt, I, watching it, I felt isolated and out in the woods. And yeah. they really, they really, it was very stylistic and I, I enjoyed, I saw what they, I could tell what they were going for and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, I like, I, like I said, I like the anti-hero uh, aspect where, uh, I, I also think that in part six, Jason kind of had an anti-hero attitude too. You know, like how he was throwing, uh, throwing shit at people and hitting them and it's it was like it was a different oh, and how, he, uh, how yeah. he wouldn't kill uh, kill the kids yeah exactly with that too it was it was almost a touching scene if you think about it when he was like looking down at the little girl people thought she, he was going to hurt her I don't think he was mm. I think he was I think he was remembering himself as a kid Sure, and that, that's what me and Mike were talking about because I was confused on the ending of Vengeance. Uh, I, it didn't sit well with me because, like, why, why didn't he just kill the girl after he'd already, uh, the uh, older Jarvis girl after he'd uh, wounded her? Uh, yeah. And I was, that's not Jason. And he would just he wouldn't have thought twice about that. But then Mike brought up the good point that her, when her little sister showed up and that uh, that Jason relates to children because he still is in his mind uh uh a child mm -hmm. i i i agree with that but uh so yeah I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they do with vengeance too I, I hope it's as good or better than the original uh again just like with the original or any fan film i'm not going in with high expectations but i really hope they hit their uh crowdfunding goal of fifty thousand, uh, which even though the uh, actor who plays Jason bailed on us for uh, the interview uh, for this episode. I'm still going to support the film because I believe in the project, and uh, and I hope they uh, meet their uh, fifty thousand dollar goal on uh, Kickstarter, uh, which is running through May twenty second, twenty second or twenty sixth. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'll probably throw a few bucks that way. Yep, I agree. Right. I'll probably throw some money that way too. But anyway, Mike, you know yes. what time it is. Um, it is, let's see, it is Smoke Weed Every Day. Yes? No, it's not that time, Mike. It's it's, it's not that time. It's, it's, Damn it. It's time for the oh, news. This just in another school shooting. Really? Oh, didn't you just hear it? Yeah, that was terrible. Sorry. That was, that was, <laughs> that was good, though. I enjoyed it. That's Tales from the Crypt Talk, Cody. <laughs> well, us Cody's think alike. Yes. Yep. Well, apparently... The new Scream, or Scream 5, whatever the fuck they're calling it, oh, has multiple Scream scripts 5. and added it's already, which, to me, does not sound that promising. 
which means it's probably a fucking cobbled mess, and they don't know what the hell they want to do with it. Here's what I think we're going to get. I think we're going to get a choose-your-own-scream adventure. And when the movie's released on disc, it's going to have something where you can choose the route. It's going to have a version of the movie. Like Final Destination 3? Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whenever I was a kid, I loved the choose-your-own-adventure books. But I don't want to see that in a screen fail. You know what, though? I was just going to mention that. Your own adventure books. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Imagine if they took it one step further and they did that in the theater. So when you go to the theater, you know, you get a different cut of the movie depending on what theater you go to. Oh, okay. Further to drive my point home on it being a mess of a film... They're dropping it, the tentative release date, they're dropping it in January of next year. Yes. Uh, that's, a, that's a train wreck right there. Yeah, January is no man's land. We all know that. Yep. For new releases, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's uh... it. My, this is what I would do if I, if I was a director of the Stream 5. Just hear me out on this one. You go back to the original, uh, the original plot where you didn't know who the hell the killer was, and the final reveal—it's actually Sydney that ki- is killing everybody. Sydney's been so dere- over these four movies, she finally loses it. Surprise, motherfucker! And, and surprise, surprise! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, motherfucker! It's me. Me and Mike actually had an episode with uh, what was the guy's name of uh, that uh, short film that we um, um, did the interview with that the fucking thing didn't record. Oh, oh shit! At the uh, it dropped off after like thirty minutes, but we we had a very uh, we had a very in depth conversation about the new screen film and how we would love it if they brought back uh, Randy have have him Randy as the killer. Uh, and uh, uh, that would be the big twist on it, that he'd been in witness protection, and he was the killer all along. And just the simple scene of him, the reveal at the end of him walking in and pulling off the mask and uh, being uh, Randy and him saying, hello, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, would, would Randy have, like, five rules? The rules to survive a five movie? Yeah, because technically four was four was um, uh, encompassing the reboots. So I mean, yeah, what are they gonna do? The, the part five is gonna be this. This is what happens whenever you do a reboot slash sequel, <laughs> a direct a direct sequel to the original. We're gonna ignore all the other ones. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, that that yeah, that'd be great if if Randy makes it comes back and makes his own set of rules. For if you if ignore, because then he'd get, to, oh, mm-hmm. we then he would get to ignore his own death in part two. Yes, true. I don't like the, his true. death in part two, so please cut that out. I don't either. I I, I always I thought don't. that was a terrible misstep. Me what too. are you doing, step bro? <laughs> it was for shock value only, and it was bullshit. Yeah. yeah. 
That was a surprise moment. What's up with the step row? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that part at all. <laughs> that, was that was a surprise moment. Is, um, Ra- is Randy the step row? I mean, that could be another secret. But I almost walked out of the theater on screen, too. When he died, I was so pissed off. I didn't want that. But hey, yeah, if they do, the new that's the logical thing to do to do it have it be a direct sequel to the original and just completely ignore the rest of the fucking timeline i agree everybody yeah. else is doing it who's saying they won't and west craven's not around anymore to tell them it's a horrible idea so who's gonna stop them yep i mean come on we're talking about new line cinema the people who thought the nightmare on elm street remake was a good idea True. Are you, are you, can you honestly tell me that they can't? They they that they wouldn't think. Oh, everybody else is doing the direct sequel thing. We we, we got to do well, this on Scream. Think about it. That seems to be the popular theory. Is like whenever something's hot, let's everybody has to has to jump on ship now. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, if you look at like a, a um a picture from the set of Scream Five, it looks like they're on a set that's identical. To um, I think it was uh, Tatum's house in the original. Hmm. Nice. So. I I mean that that gives, gives me promise. Hey, you heard it here first on Rabbit and Red. Scream Five is going to be Scream Two. Yeah. Or just oh my god. Of- that's- that's exactly, it all makes sense now. That's exactly why they're just calling it Scream. Just like they called Halloween 2018. Halloween. Halloween. It is going to be, the, the writing is all, ah, ding. The writing is all over the fucking walls, people. It's a direct sequel to the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ba-da-da. I want more dramatic music. Well, yeah, Randy can still be alive. Hell, let's bring back uh, Matthew Lillard, too. Fuck, why not? Let's bring there back Stu. Let's bring, let's bring back Billy Loomis. <laughs> yeah, good luck there. I know. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, Billy's. Uh, yeah, Billy's gone. <laughs> bring, bring back Rose McGowan. Her head's just all fucked up. Yeah. Let's like, just tie it together. Her head smushed and fucking. Um, they, they could treat her like Chucky and tie, tie, uh, so we're together. Yeah, get her out of a fucking. Yeah, have her pull, have them uh, pull her out of a fucking trap. Fuck, bag. even bring back. Yeah, even bring back Henry Henry Winkler. Bring back the Fonz in every scene. He still got his guts hanging out. <laughs> And every scene he goes, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why didn't? Oh, does anybody know why Henry Winkler didn't get credit for that movie? Well, if you read the credits, if you read the credits, he's not. He, no. Nope. No, I guess no. uh, something like yeah. He he told his agents that he didn't like uh, the 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 movie and he didn't want to have any credit for it. Wow! Uh, I, I could, know that. Wow. I, I, he I don't know if they. Back he's, in the seventies, so I can't trust him. Yeah, true. Uh, the old term "jumping the 
Shark. <laughs> the skeleton crew did that a few times, right, Mike? They certainly did. I think I was on two of those. Back in the day. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Back when every Back when everybody feared Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> I actually listened to a couple of those episodes recently. <laughs> oh my god, Banana Lasers, uh the, the cult PSA that uh, Matt did. That was one of his best. Gotta yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people used to think that I was upset by those. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed those episodes. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's getting me exposure out there. <laughs> Plug in my name. And hey, look at years later, I'm sti- I'm, I still kept the phone. Father name. So. The legacy lives on. Yeah, so if, uh, you guys, anyway. if, you guys, if you guys are listening, thank you for the name. Rob, you're going <laughs> to have to do, uh, what is it, like next month, I think, is uh, the uh, Mahoney Gate anniversary. In May fifteenth, isn't it? Oh, I, I have I have some news for you guys. Too. It always pops up on my uh, Facebook memory, so I always post something about it uh, whenever it comes up. But you're going to have to do that day. We'll have to do a Mahoneygate special, Mahoneygate anniversary special. Can I get that? Can I get that cue for the uh, the news? Shit! I just had it. Hold on. You have some news. Okay, one second, because we got. I gotta. Yeah, let him do. Yeah, let Mike hit the cue and then and then do the announcement, Rob. The Mahoney Gate special. <laughs> the Mahoney Gate special. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna find it because I just had it here. Son of a bitch. You um, have the Mahoney Gate special. Or Mahoney? Mahoney is my homie. <laughs> oh wait, I got it. Oh my god, my. Th- oh wait, no, it didn't freeze up. Okay, the thing froze up for a second. It is. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, here we go. Wait. Okay, wait for it. It's coming. It's- okay, so this is nothing official yet, but I have talked to Dave Zendano. Breaking and, news. And Dave, Dave Zendano has agreed in the future to do a show with Father Mahoney. So, but there's no official date yet. But he said we're gonna get together, hopefully, hopefully around the summertime. So, but yes, Dave Zendano has agreed to do a show with yours truly. So, that's my breaking news. Speaking, I had I had to mention that since you guys mentioned Mahoney Gate. <laughs> See, when I hit it that time, it played right the fuck away. But the first time, I'm sitting there waiting fucking, like, 30 seconds or more. Fucking soundboard piece of shit. This just then, looks like Universal is moving ahead with their standalone Dracula spinoff, Renfield, about Dracula's famed hit... or hitman... (laughs) Henchman, <laughs> uh, from a pitch from uh, The Walking Dead's Robert Kirkman. Uh, and looks like Chris McKay's directing. Uh, oh, 
director of the uh, the Lego movie. Really? Um, wow. And Ryan Ridley, the head writer of Rick and Morty, is really? Ma- wrote the Ma- script. Master. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's, that's that's my best Renfield. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know what to think of that. Not exactly what I was expecting to be next from the uh, the new Universal Monster universe, but okay. I don't even. Well, know. I mean, I I haven't really followed the last couple of Dracula movies. I think the last one I watched was uh, Dracula Undead. I think it was, and uh, that was pretty good. A little too Hollywoodish for me, but yeah, Dracula Untold, yeah. I'm told. Yeah, I'm okay. told. Yeah. I never even okay. like to see Frankenstein movies. Yeah, hell yeah. And let's go old school Frankenstein. You know, that they keep trying to reinvent it. Let's do as close as they can. I mean, in, in makeup wise, uh, and character wise, to the original Karloff Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put in a new story, but you know, give us our give us our Frankenstein back. Exactly. Give us our Frankenstein back, you bastards! Oh, you oh there is some some good news. Uh, it looks like we will soon be getting a Slumber Party Massacre remake. The bad. Oh, really? <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> no, no, what, save that, Mike. Save that, Mike, from what I'm about to say. The bad news is... Yeah. It is being produced by the Sci-Fi Network. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, it's right. Well, at least it's not going to be like uh, MTV. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what I think my reaction to the Slumber Party Massacre remake will be. If it'll fucking do <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Does not well, uh, being on the happen. sci-fi channel, it's obviously not going to have nudity in it. So, uh... Yeah, or very little. little. So, I mean, that, that was kind of a theme of the original. I know. Yeah, so... Yes. They should just rename it then, because it, it's definitely not going to be a slumber party. If there's no... Nude. If there's no TNA. No topless pillow fights? Yeah, call it the the non-party massacre. Or just a regular Saturday night at my... Bazinga! (laughs) That was perfect timing. Good timing. (laughs) Bazinga. Ah, shit. Yeah, sometimes this fucker wants to work, other times it does not. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty lost for words for uh, the remake. <laughs> well, it looks like Jesus Christ. What kind of name is that? Danishka Esterhazy. Who? Danishka Esterhazy, uh, the director of the Banana Splits movie. Oh, Jesus. And Vagrant Queen. I haven't heard, I heard of that one. Uh, she's directing it for Shout Studios, uh, exclusively for Sci-Fi Channel. Jesus Christ! And it's Shout being Dewey. written by Suzanne Keeley. Uh, one of the writers of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, come on. Just write more fucking Ash vs. Evil Dead. What the 
fuck. There we go. Yep. Fucker. Exactly. Oh, we've got a new trailer for Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Um, it says it introduces smart zombies and an undead tiger. You know, I'm about sick of Whoa. zombies. I don't believe that for a second, Mike. It's an undead tiger. You cannot tell me. Rob, do you believe that Mike is uh, not a fan of undead pussy? Well, I mean... Uh... Ah, he, he answered it before I could. <laughs> Undead. He's like, well, well, I mean, if I it's mean, come on. Dead, you know. Think about it. Think about it. If Richard, Richard says, was, after at this point, after ten years, he'd settle for dead pussy. I mean, think well, about it. How many guys? It. How many guys out there? Uh-oh. You're not get you're not get a hard on from Leania Leania Quigley coming out as an undead. I mean, I know I did. I, I I don't care if she was dead or not. Well, well, no. In in 1984, I did. Now I might not so yeah. much, but 1984, yes, please. What the fuck was that? Oh, that's a text <laughs> message. Yeah. That was not the soundboard. Anyway. That was a text message. We get to look forward to Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead uh, dropping on Netflix May 21st. So just right around the corner, uh, a month. Uh, we might have to review that one. Uh, I'm kind of a big fan of his concept. <laughs> He's finally, finally, you're starting to get the hang of this fucking soundboard. Well, when it wants to work, it's perfect. When it doesn't want to work, I want to fucking break my computer. Well, then it definitely wouldn't work. <laughs> This would be the time for the crickets right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Where's? Uh, oh, yeah, okay, any timer goes on. I thought I was. Yeah, okay, good. Anything else in the news? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was Law and Order, I think. Dude, dude. That's all you need to know for Law and Order. Those two. Dude, dude. Oh, I do have one more little thing there, Mike. One less excuse for you not to watch Psycho Goreman. Uh, it's uh, coming to Shutter here pretty soon. Oh, uh, May 20th. May 20th. So in about a little over a month, Psycho Goreman drops on Shutter. I was actually going to... Uh, Rob, have you seen it? No, I'm not. I have not. Get on that, buddy. It is... Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a... It's like a very dark Amblin film. That's the best way I can think to describe it. I don't think I have Shudder. I have Peacock. I have... Well, ain't that Hulu. a Shudder? It's, it's like $50 a year, Rob. Or $5 a month. Get on that, buddy. It's well worth it. Nothing but horror. All original content. You get. It's worth the $5 a month just for... Joe Bob's last yeah, drive. Don't forget Joe Bob. Holy shit, Joe Bob is. Speaking of which, next next Friday, actually this this Friday, yeah, this, this Friday, Friday 
uh, the new, the third season of uh, Joe Bob's Last Drive-In premieres Friday night at 8 Eastern on Shutter. Is it 8? Oh, wow. Live. Live, too, by the way. Like Rabbit and Red. (laughs) Joe Bob is live, except people actually listen and watch him. Right. And they just see us as... I guess they think we're ducks. Okay. Anyway, so that's a good way to end out the show. Uh, Mike, are, do we have any special announcement maybe to make about uh, the Joe Bob premiere? Um, <coughs> well, we had talked about doing something. Did we confirm that? No. <laughs> Uh, did you want to do something? Uh, we'll be at least on social media. Uh, we could maybe, uh, um, are, you're watching it, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll be watching it. Okay, well, yeah, I'll watch it too. Um, do you want to do... A tweet, or do you want to do like a Facebook Live, or can we do a joint Facebook uh, well, Live? Well, now that we have yeah, Rabbit someone, and Red Radio someone starts com, it and then you have to do it. Yeah, now that we have rabbitandredradio.com page, it should be easy to do it through there, and we can share it all over. You know, whatever. Well, we'll try to do something like that then. Yeah, I think that could be uh, fun. You heard it here yeah. first. It's uh, the, the, it's probably going to fail miserably, but one we'll person anyway. starts it, the other person can hit. Like when you say Mike joins, and you're doing it, Cody, you just hit um, add Mike to the live, and then it'd be like a split screen, like like I can see you two. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I don't I don't think you can add more than than one though. I think you can only add one. We'll have to experiment with that. That would be uh, pretty cool. And I'll do my uh, stepper live on Facebook Live for you people. As we watch Joe Bob. There were clues for the movies this week, but I don't know what they are. I don't know. I haven't been following it close enough. I just saw it posted on some group on Facebook. They said... um, um, one of the movies, uh, oh, cause Eli Roth is the guest and one of the movies is something that he was influenced by. And, God, I hope it's not cabin fever. And was well, that on shutter? Cause remember, it's gotta be on. I shutter. think the remake is, oh, but, um, God, I hope it's, I don't not know cabin. about the original. Oh, well, if, uh, if that's, oh, and you know what? Uh, I'll give a little incentive to the listeners. I will probably have a gummy while we're watching it. <laughs> yes. That just sold me. <laughs> we got one listener already. <laughs> well, watch her at this point. Yeah. And, uh... I will not wear my Roads on the Rock shirt because I do not want to rock my Friday Joe Bob. (laughs) 
Alright, well. You heard it here. We're going to try to cobble something together for Friday for uh, Joe Bob on Shutter. So if you don't have Shutter, everybody, go out there and get Shutter. For fuck's sake, it's $50 a year. You get a shit ton of classic and uh, new and original content. Uh, like I said, it's worth it for Joe Bob alone. But uh, all the other original content, like uh, Eli Roth's uh, History of Horror is great. Uh, that uh, In Search of Darkness documentary is on there about 80s horror. Uh, and just a plethora of great horror content. And it's all horror content. So get on it. It's, it's well worth the $5 a month. And that's what I pay, $5 a month. I don't do the annual, I just do the monthly. I do the annual thing because you save 10 bucks, And I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i keep it. I'll get rid of Hulu and Netflix before I get rid of Shudder. Oh. I spend more time watching Shudder than I do either of the uh, any of the other streaming services anyway. Honestly, you know what? I think, I think I'm with you on that one. You know, the cool thing about it, they have their live stream, their three live streams too, mm -hmm. of where they just have... Like we do on Rabbit and Red Live, uh, uh, where it just has content streaming 24 hours a day, and yet replay stuff, uh, loops stuff. But I'll catch myself so many times just looking for something to watch, and I'll t turn it on, and it just automatically comes up the live stream. Uh, and a lot of times it'll be halfway through a movie or something, and I'll sit and watch the rest of the movie. And I miss live TV like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. I don't pay for uh, Netflix, so I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm using I'm using a buddy's uh, Netflix. Oh, speaking of, let me let me give him a shout out. Thanks, EG. Yeah. Can't, can't say his name. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> anyway, I guess. That's about it for Rabbit and Red, guys. Uh, Mike, uh, myself, and Rob would like to thank you, all one of you, or any of you. Is anybody out there? Hello? Hello? Uh, we'd like to thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll hopefully be back Friday uh, for a special Joe Bob special. Uh, and uh, if not... We'll see you guys next week. And I will. And if we do um, do the Joe Bob special, I'll make sure that uh, it gets up on the website for uh, on-demand viewing after the uh, fact of uh, us being on the that. Whatever. That might be a first, actually, Mike. Doing us doing a commentary of a commentary show. Uh, Has anybody done that before? Um, oh, no, but it sounds, sounds like a good. Doing a really shitty commentary of actually a really good commentary of a double feature. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's something. We'll have to see how it works out. But the plan is for Friday at. I have to check and see if it starts at eight or nine. I'm not sure which. Uh, eight it, my time. I think I said oh, told you wrong. Eight Eastern. I think eight right. my time. Nine it years. Is, it is. Yeah. Right. 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 I forgot. You're an hour behind. Right. Shit. I gotta remember that. Cause I would have fucking turned it on at eight, and it would have been the uh, fucking um, 
trailer thing that they do for the countdown before it starts. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, be on the lookout for that. We will uh, be back on Friday. Rob, thanks for And we'll us. keep everyone posted on it. We might do our own countdown. We very well might. We'll just have, instead of having uh, the uh, countdown, Joe Bob countdown video uh, where it just shows the empty set there, we'll just have a, a video of Michael J's uh, bathroom door uh, with sound effects after uh, he's drinking drank his uh, cinnamon toast coffee or whatever that shit is. I mean, oh, no, you know what? That sucks. I got to tell you, the cinnamon, cinnamon bun coffee from Wawa is now done for the year, so that's... I, I missed it now, fucker. It's, it's gone. I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, Maybe I'll get another type of coffee for Friday, and I'll do the stepper, and I'll drink coffee, and we'll watch Joe Bob. That's what you need to do, though. Sit it up. Sit, sit it up, your camera up, just like an hour before uh, uh, the show starts, and just have just your bathroom door. With a random loop of uh, of sound effects. Yeah, and then you hear yeah, because you hear that. I already closed the soundboard, so that's just first way to end the show. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week, or well Friday, but we'll see you for a show next week. Later. Adios. Uh, later.
Why are you still here? Go home! Well, fuck, that was a disaster. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.